Welcome to the Sundoku Book Club, where we finally get around to the books that have been sitting on our shelves for forever. I'm Emily Miner. And I'm Leif Nelson. And this week, I am going to be talking about The Adventure Zone, not the podcast. Well, I will be talking about a little about the podcast, but I'm specifically going to be talking about the first graphic novel that came out last year called The Adventure Zone, Here There Be Gerblins. So... If you don't know about The Adventure Zone, it's a co- it's a podcast put on by the McElroy brothers, that being Clint, or sorry, Griffin McElroy, Justin McElroy, and Travis McElroy. Um, they have lots of podcasts um, that they sort of do with each other or with their significant others. Um, but The Adventure Zone one is a D&D podcast that they do with their dad, Clint McElroy, as well. Um, it's been going on since 2014, which I couldn't believe it when I just <laughs> looked that up. I can't believe I've been doing it for five years. But um, yeah, so originally a podcast, they've done several sort of story arcs now. And this graphic novel um, that's slowly but surely coming out in pieces is based on the first arc called the balance arc um so uh i don't know where should we get started (laughs) um so the first sort of section of the this arc was called here there be gerblins Mm -hmm. so that's why this first book is called that oh and i i forgot to mention that i knew i was forgetting something the illustrator uh who did this because it is a graphic novel is carrie peach Mm -hmm. um so anyway i really liked it overall uh it came out last year i think technically this is your book (laughs) i think it's two years old two years old Mm -hmm. maybe Really? Just about. Okay, hold on. <laughs> no, first edition is 2018. So yeah, it came out a year ago. Okay. You're right. So anyway. Don't listen out- to me. It's fine. <laughs> it came out last year. Um, it was yours. You like pre-ordered it because you mm-hmm. actually got me into listening to the Adventure Zone and mm-hmm. the other McElroy um, podcasts. But um, you pre-ordered it. It came like right away. I think you read it like right away no, no you nope. didn't nope had oh. it for a little while oh, okay well you had it for a while you read it and it was just like sitting on your dresser for like months and months and months <laughs> and every once in a while i would see it and i'm like man i sure was excited to like <laughs> read this book but you know what i think i'm gonna put it off a little bit yeah. longer <laughs> um so but i i finally read it uh just finished it just last week um so really liked it overall the artist carrie has a great style Mm -hmm. um it's super like i don't know like i like how it's not like the like cleanest style and like it's not like super super like like you can see like line action and like it's i don't know it's really (laughs) cool and it's super colorful like I think she does, like, all the facial expressions really well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking just now, like, I feel like it must be weird or at least kind of interesting, like, illustrating this kind of project um, when there's already been so much fan art yeah. for this podcast. Like, 
you know, like, as soon as the podcast started, I think, like, people started doing fan art of the characters. So, like, there's three characters. The wizard, Taco, spelled T-A-A-K-O. Magnus, the human, uh, what's his class? He's human fighter. And then Magnus, which is, uh, he's a, hold on, a cleric, a dwarf cleric. again. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Uh, Merle. Merle. <laughs> Merle, the dwarf cleric, is played by Clint, their dad. Um, and Griffin is the DM. Yeah. So, but like, they all have so much fan art of them already. I, I like see, especially in Taco, like, because I think he kind of got latched onto particularly mm-hmm. and so already kind of had this style. And so, like, I see, like, the way that, like, Taco's face is drawn, like, the structure and everything, and, like, the pointy hat, which, like, I never would have necessarily thought, like, he's a wizard, he has a pointy hat, but I think he does in most fan art, yeah. um, so that's probably why, or at least part of, maybe part of why it's here, um, but yeah, like, the illustration's really cool, um, but, uh, anyway, um, the other thing that was kind of interesting while reading it this like first chapter of the story arc that they did griffin had never like dm'd um or dungeon mastered um D D before so he used the like official D starter set mm-hmm. which is also called the lost mine of fandelver and because like after after that they like went off on their own yeah. and like I mean, it wasn't like a separate adventure, but they like made up their own stuff. But for this one, because it was based off of like the official game, all of the names had to be changed. um, So that like originally, I can say this, right? Like what they originally were. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So like, um, because it was originally the Lost Mine of Fandelver, they had to change it to, I think it's the Lost Mine of Haverdale. (laughs) Um, But then the biggest one that really... Like, the ones that really confused me were character names. So, like, there's this dwarf they're going to go look for, um, who his name had to get changed. It was, uh, it's Merle's cousin that they're looking for. It was Gundren. Yeah, Gundren Rockseeker, but now it's something stone something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. Stonefinder. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, what was the other one? Oh, I uh, Clark. Yeah, Clark. Um, who is now so Clark is a bugbear that they were going to have to fight, but instead they charmed, and um, he's pretty like memorable character. But in this, he's called um, oh here he's called Ganache. <laughs> um, and to me, like Clark is just such a like. I don't know, that name is like burned into mm-hmm. my brain that I kept forgetting and then I got confused at first. And yeah. um but thankfully the names Barry Blue Jeans <laughs> and uh Magic Brian <laughs> were made up so they got to stay yeah. in the graphic novel, which were great. Um but yeah, like I don't really have a whole lot um more to say about like how i read it or mm-hmm. like um i just really enjoyed it it really made me like fall in love with the characters again especially magnus like 
I just really like love his character. Um, The only like, I don't know, I do wish that there were more like D&D mechanics put into the way that the graphic novel was written okay um because like the way that it the, sort of like the structure of the graphic novel is the story is these guys adventuring right that's the story and then every once in a while uh griffin the dm will pop in on like a little side mm-hmm. um circle to like say like either to like talk with the characters if they're talking directly to him out of character or if um he has something to say about like the mechanics of the game but there really isn't a ton of like him talking about the mechanics of the game anytime he pops in it's usually like i don't know sometimes it's talking through a decision or sometimes it's just he said something funny so like it should be in there and that was all great um but it kind of reminded me of like issues that I had and I think we've both had Hmm. with the podcast in general which is that the story well incredible and I really like it um is focused on so much more than like the mechanics of the game and how that affects the story Mm -hmm. um and uh reading this really reminded me of like how early griffin started planning like the rest of the story arc um so that kind of i don't know do you have any questions before i sort of get into my constructive criticism or what did you mean by you said something about the story and the mechanics that the story like is focused on more than the mechanics that make it up i don't know what that means what do you mean by that i mean that like, especially kind of later on in the podcast, um, like, it becomes less and less clear, like, what... I think it becomes less and less important to the guys making the podcast, like, what is technically allowed in game uh, mechanics. Okay. Yeah. And what's more important is, like, making that story be what they want it to be. Right. Yeah. Right? Like... Um, so, or like, I mean, like in the podcast, it's not like they ignore the game mechanics, like they talk it through all the time, but like, it's more like they have an idea of where they want this Mm -hmm. story to go and gosh darn it, they will get there no matter what. And to an extent they do ignore game mechanics, specifically with casting spells and anything to do with that. Yeah. And I actually really liked... So Okay, okay, so here's an interesting thing. Because I recently finished reading this graphic novel, I've actually started re-listening to Mm -hmm. The Adventure Zone, The Balance Arc. And very early on, Griffin, like, talks through everything that he's doing behind the scenes. He's like, okay, so I'm gonna... He's like... They're, like, in a battle, and he's playing the enemies... Probably goblins. <laughs> and he's like, okay, so this goblin, he did this so he can roll a that. And he likes to, he's like talking it all out. And um, Travis is like, you know, like, you probably don't have to say all that stuff out loud. It like kind of ruins like the uh, the mystery or mm-hmm. like the, the illusion, right? And I'm like, I get that 
for a player, but also like I feel like that message really like <laughs> was the thing that drove the, <laughs> a lot of this podcast because yeah. eventually it was like we do not need to pay attention to the mecha- game yeah. mechanics. <laughs> so I was not surprised that the way the graphic novel was structured was that like there wasn't a whole lot in it about like how the mechanics of the game made the storyline happen. Yeah. You know, does that make more sense? Yeah. Okay. Any other questions? Mm-mm. Okay. So this leads right into sort of why I'm guessing I probably might have put reading this book off. Um because it has been a year and about a year and a half ago right around the time this came out i had just finished listening to quite a bit of the adventure zone um i had finished all of the balance arc and then they had two little like mini like really mini like four episode Mm -hmm. arcs in between um for uh the other players to try dming um and those were great, but I was like, and then, and we had then we had started the next big arc, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really quite get into it, so I kind of stopped listening, and I think I was just the adventure zoned <laughs> out, <Yeah. laughs> like I needed a break, I needed some time away, um, so it's probably why I put off reading it, um, and like I absolutely love the people who put this podcast together like if you've ever listened to like my brother my brother and me which was like the original podcast that the brothers put together i mean there's like hit and miss obviously (laughs) like any other podcast or comedy but like they're hilarious and like i love them they're so like easy to like for the most part um in my opinion anyway um and i love their dad like (laughs) he's so funny um and he plays a great character um but like i wish that there was more i don't know this is probably complaining more about the podcast than the book but i like wish there was more freedom within the story i wish there was more game mechanics like griffin i think and I love Griffin, but Griffin kind of had an idea pretty much from the get-go of, like, here's where I see this story going. And, like, I think when you have that in mind and you also kind of start to, like, forego the mechanics of the game more and more as time goes on, there's, like, less wiggle room, like, for characters to do what they want and, like, shift the story. Mm-hmm. And... I'm kind of curious to hear your input on that because you are all, you've you've DM'd mm-hmm. all quite a bit, <laughs> um, a lot <laughs> in the past year ish, and you tell me all the time about how you kind of have an idea of like where the story might go for a particular session, mm-hmm. and then your players like take it in a totally different direction, yeah, and you kind of have to follow them. Right? Because it's like, at the end of the day, it's kind of their story and they're the ones playing the game. Mm. So I kind of wonder, like, what you think about that. Like, how much of this story is the DMs versus the players? Um, I guess that really depends on, like, what you're trying to do. Because 
a lot of the times when the DM has like their idea of like, here's what's going to happen. Here are the beats that I want to hit. That tends to get, I think usually they call it railroading. Like you, you have the players on a track and they look off to the side and they think that'd be cool to go to, but the tracks are going this way. So that's the way we're going to keep going. Right. Um, and I've done that before. Like I've been like, nope, we're like, <laughs> you are inches away from where you're supposed to be. We're just gonna have whatever happen, and like, you're you're gonna like you're gonna be happy with it. But I try, but I like I try to do that without like telling them, no, you can't do that. Right. It's sort of like I don't know, in older games, in older video games, you would have like invisible walls, like. Oh, there's that section you start walking in and you hit a wall and that more modern games have that s- still but they're more tricky about it and yeah. just making it like oh here's just an incredibly high wall you can't pass instead and so that's generally how i see it i don't necessarily think like if you've listened to the behind the scenes stuff they talk about before griffin also like does change the story based on decisions they make but it's that's still true. kind of so this is very late in the podcast. So I guess spoilers if you've never listened to the thing. Oh, I think I know what you're going to talk about, though. But yeah. the one that is like, it's a lot of people's favorite moments in like where the players do something the DM was not expecting, where he had this plan of like, oh, I'm going to kill one of the players or their soul's going to be taken away. And they're going to do this whole, oh, we have to go to the underworld uh, to go get him back. Yeah. And then one of the players... Justin has a spell that lets him go into the ethereal plane or something similar. And he brings him back. And he brings him back. And so I think that does, I think that scene is like good for both sides Mm -hmm. as an example, because on the one hand, yes, the players did something he didn't expect. He scrapped what was basically planned to be the next arc. Yeah. And instead let them just go ahead and he just like did what he can. And like, I have to do that too. Like in I'm running Curse of Strahd right now. And there's a house that they have to go into and they're sneaking around and they hear someone chanting and they they open up the door and then they just kill the dude. It's like, there were a lot of storylines tied up through that dude, but he's dead now and <laughs> you're just going to have to live with those consequences now. <laughs> uh, Not just you, but everyone. Like, yeah, yeah. So like now they're currently be hunt, hunting, being hunted down because of that and they don't completely know it and none of them listen to this podcast so it doesn't matter what i say uh but i'm very much looking forward to that but like when that happens like yeah like i'm just sort of like trying to not to claw my eyes out like why the hell would you kill this man (laughs) (laughs) he didn't do anything yeah he just looks creepy (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but so what i was trying to say is that it's good because that scene did show that griffin is willing to change things that's true but by the mechanics of the game, that scene should not have happened. Sure. Because Justin is playing a wizard, and wizards have a lot of spells. Uh, they have the access to the most spells. They can usually prepare the most at any given time. And they get to like basically change their tool set to make their spells even more powerful. Things like that. And... He, Justin specifically is even more powerful than your average wizard because none of his spells have any casting times. He just does it. Like yeah. the spell he did for that one specifically, I think takes like in ten minutes or an hour to cast. But it's just like no, I cast the spell and it all goes away. And 
we were literally today driving around and you were listening to part of it, or maybe this was yesterday, mm-hmm. and he said that someone cast something, I can't remember. Burning Hands? Yeah, I, I, I can't okay. remember. Oh, that's just what was happening today. Yeah, actually, no, that was it. And he's like, I'm going to cast Burning Hands on this lady who's stuck in the webs to free her. And he's like, won't that burn her? He's like, no, because I have this ability. And I remember that ability because it lets her take half damage, not no damage. Uh-huh. But they kind of house rule it to just like, oh, he burns it away. That's a very tiny thing. But as time goes on, right. the more powerful your spells get, the more important that is. So Justin gets away with a lot of things that he necessarily shouldn't. Um, and other players, especially in big scenes like that, kind of feel like they're playing second fiddle. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I get that. And, like, the thing is, at at the end of the day, I really, really enjoyed mm-hmm. the story of the balance arc. Like, I got emotionally at the end. Like, I know a lot of people who listened to it did. Mm-hmm. Um and in that moment, like, that you were just talking about with the ethereal plane, like, there's a lot of really good storytelling going on. Um, and, like, maybe I'm defending the players when, like, mm-hmm. they don't need to be defended. Maybe they were more than willing to, like, I am happy to, like, ride on this Griffin story train, yep. right? Um, I think that's true. I think that's tr- probably true, too. Um, but, like... I do kind of have a particular, like, I like thinking about the mechanics. I want Mm -hmm. them to be more present in the graphic novel, more present in the podcast. But I also want this particular cast of characters. (laughs) Like, I want these, not characters, but I want these people to listen to. Mm Because they're great and they're funny. Um, And I don't really know if I'm going to get what I want. Right? Um, I kind of want this balance (laughs) (laughs) that was way too easy (laughs) um that i just don't know if i'm going to get i thought i might get it for a little while when travis was running or was it justin which game uh the dust one that was travis that was the weird west yeah when travis was running the little mini arc called Mm -hmm. dust i loved that and i was like please make that into a long-term thing (laughs) but then it didn't and who knows you know i i can always find something to complain about (laughs) probably wouldn't have been perfect but anyway all all this said really did like the graphic novel Mm -hmm. and obviously as I said before, I liked it enough that, like, I finished it and I immediately was like, I need to re-listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I have. So, that's really all I had to say. Um, I think we've all, I think you and I have kind of already hashed these particular talking points yeah. out at different periods of time just talking about this subject. But Right. I feel like we could spend, like, love to just talk and complain about <laughs> stuff but i don't like that's we're not talking about the podcast i yeah, guess right we could but but let's yeah let's not. Yeah. uh i do have one thing which yeah. is do you think having finished this you're like okay i'm gonna buy the second one yeah okay oh sorry that was your question yeah i, I was saying I don't know what I was you saying. Were I was saying yes. I was acknowledging your question, your uh, topic. Um, yeah, 
I think I would. I think I would. I hadn't, I didn't even realize until literally 20 minutes ago, <laughs> or I don't know how long we've been recording, um, that they're even, the second one is already out. Mm-hmm. Uh, murder, the third one's coming out soon, so. Yeah. Murder on the Rockport Express. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Rockport Limited. Rockport, Rockport Express. Limited, I can't yeah. remember. I think Limited. Um, so, yeah. I would be totally into getting this. Mm-hmm. I should put that on my Christmas list. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. But, um, yeah. I would. I'm I'm into it. I like the I like Carrie Peach's style. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. I'm assuming you would not. Hmm? Would you get the second one? I mean, this is your book. I don't think so. Like when yeah. I was reading through it, like I kind of had the same thing where like I liked it, but mm-hmm. like for me, I just didn't feel like I don't know. As I was reading through it, I was like, it was nice, like kind of like as a reminder because I haven't really listened to it, um, and. But no, like, yeah, it just didn't do much for me. That's fair. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was, like, nice enough that I really zipped through it. Mm-hmm. Which also kind of happens with a yeah. lot of graphic novels. But, yeah. Great. Right. Next week? Next week, uh, I am going to be discussing two video games. One called uh, Everything. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called That Dragon Cancer. Mm. Um, they're both pretty short games, so that's why I'm going to talk about both of them. And they, I also think they have uh, some similarities that kind of fit nicely together. So Sounds great. All right. Thank you so much, uh, as always, to Velt Punch for their song Fighting Pose from the album His Strange Fighting Pose. As uh, our listeners know, we really appreciate them letting us use it. Um, and with that... We will see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.